Federal agencies, $29.6 million worth of illegal drugs from the tunnel used by smugglers to enter San Diego from Mexico. A cross-border passageway so sophisticated that it had ventilation, lighting, and underground rail system, as authorities said on Tuesday. The tunnel's entrance was not far from a newly constructed section of the border wall that Trump visited last September uh, in the Ote Mesa uh, section of San Diego. The stockpile of drugs included 100, uh, 1,300 pounds of cocaine, 86 pounds of methamphetamines, 17 pounds of heroin. That's, a, that's not enough heroin. Uh, 3,000 pounds of marijuana and more than two pounds of fentanyl. That's where it's Mix it. it. The San Diego Tunnel uh, Task Force said the Drug Enforcement Administration Border Patrol, which has said that the tunnel was 2,000 feet long when it was discovered on March 19th. So still talking about, again, Pookie's not getting his. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm going to say it here. I'm gonna, as I said a thousand times, I just don't know. I just don't understand why they don't legalize everything. Why do you still put up with all this stuff talking about tunnels and busting this person and busting that person? You want to be able to take something out of the hands of organized crime as you just did the first topic? Just make all this stuff legal. That's they just, don't, they don't want to take it out of the hands of organized crime. I know. Yeah. I know. The organized crime want to keep it illegal so they can keep, have a market. But I'm just saying, if you're smart, just like cigarette, well, cigarettes never illegal, but like alcohol, eventually it, they kind of saw this problem. It, it was legal at first, though. And it then was, they made it, it was, illegal. It was. Yeah. It was. But yeah, wait, hold on. Cocaine. Marijuana was, was, was marijuana was marijuana legal. Was legal. Cocaine was legal. But then they saw black and brown people start touching. It's like, we got to, this is illegal. So and, and that's on. why they won't legalize it across the board because they got unfortunately they got to have so many of us uh, uh, populating the jails and the prisons because you know everybody's making money off these investment privatizing these prisons. So mm-hmm. if you don't have us in there as the majority of that population, no one's making any money. Unfortunately, yeah, man. I don't know. But you know what? You said it was it was right next to Trump's. The he hasn't put up any new wall. That's the yeah, I mean, to me, wall. But I was mean, by there. this was like sensationalism, sensationalism in this article mm-hmm. to mention that it's right next to something newly uh, built yeah, by right, regardless but, of what they built. Listen, it's an underground tunnel. You how far deep y'all digging those walls because they're going to dig that tunnel a little bit further little down. Yeah. Like these, these, when it comes to construction, he's these guys are phenomenal. So <laughs> you're not gonna, you can try all you want, you don't have enough wall to go to. The crust of the earth. No. <laughs> right? like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I moving, always they'll be moving shit by the core. Yeah, dude. And I mean, it, it's just stop, stop playing. That's not the biggest problem that we have right now. Again, even if what D said, the legalization would benefit that from stopping. But again, you're gonna lose a lot of voters in some states if you. I know you will. You I, I know you will. So, you know, some people are not touching. No evangelicals <laughs> voting for somebody that's like the heroin needs to be legal. Like, no, God doesn't want that. So. You can cancel that point. But doesn't it just show how silly this whole wall idea is? Like, if oh, you absolutely. Were, let's say you had a room and you only had one wall and you were trying to keep out nature. <laughs> how good would that be at stopping nature from coming in? Exactly. Just one wall. They're going to d- dig under it. They're going to go around it. They're going to catapult stuff over the top of it. Mm-hmm. They, they can go through it. to lose. They, they can go through it. stop. Yes, they were. They was. They was making. They was cutting out sections of the wall and just walking right through it. But even if you make this massive, like fortified, awesome, badass wall, so what? We got three other borders that don't have walls, and it doesn't cover the top where they'll do anything. They'll parachute in. Drone it's all drops. about the money. <laughs> you sold a couple pounds of that fentanyl. You're good. It was all worth it. Yeah. Ooh, how many pounds, Ken? You said two pounds. Two pounds of that fentanyl. Damn. 
two pounds. People don't know. You need a crumb to like. That's what I was just about to say. You, you, a dip of fentanyl will not can kill you. Like if you touched, if you touched it with your hand. Yeah. That's like we talk about those cops Mm -hmm. touching people and then having to hit the Narcan. Like, man, that. Lordy, 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 Lordy. I wouldn't even want to be around that fentanyl. And I'm not saying. I know. I don't want to buy that. It's spilled. Oh no. I'd be like, where's the N95 mask? I don't want to breathe any of this in. Right? Just, just in the air. Yeah, no, nah, man. Droplets of that fentanyl is worse than that rotor. Like, right. imagine that, like, falling, and then you see a little cloud of dust, and everyone just runs through the tunnel the other way. <laughs> All right. While entrepreneur Mark Cuban won't say whether or not a run for the presidency is in the cards, the billionaire and the owner of the Dallas Mavericks does see an opportunity for new leadership coming from outside of the political class in Washington. Cuban said, I think we're tired of traditional politicians, the political parties, and a wide-ranging interview for Yahoo Finance. There's no better time for somebody to step up and really be a leader. And I like to, and said many, many times, that you don't have to be the leader to be a leader. Cuban wouldn't say if he had any presidential ambitions on the horizon. Everything changed, he said. So I'm not going to answer the question. I don't have to answer it. But he did say that he sees opportunity in, uh, in the country. This is America Reset 1.0. Get the chance to rewrite all the rules and do it in a way that nonpartisan puts people first, puts everyone on equal footing and says, you know what, let's go forward and do this together. Uh, we the people. He added that right now there's a void in leadership and the door is wide open, whether it's me or somebody else. This is the issue. A lot of people are dumb. And they won't go. A lot of people don't vote in their interests, And a lot of people just don't a believe in government. And a lot of people, as I said before, are just flat out dumb. Case in point, I was watching uh, watching CNN yesterday and it was talking about this church in Ohio, I believe. And basically in some mostly Republican states, they're letting churches and uh, religious organizations still have service with more than 10 people. So basically they can still have their whole entire congregation uh, come in and have, have service, right? The issue is that people are like, coming in and the reporter was like hey so are you not worried about if you're uh symptomatic or somebody else is symptomatic and you can get sick or you can get somebody else sick it was like no nah, i'm fine it's, it's it's not nobody's in there sick but like, well, how would you know because i know and i have faith in everything and i'm no and i know and it was like come on y'all so i mean he was he stopped that report one reporter stopped at least eight or nine people and every even the pastor and the pastor even said like Ain't nobody in there sick. I should know. I'm the pastor, and you bet not report no fake news on me. Whoa. So to Mark Cuban's point, I mean, to, I mean, I, I love his optimism. Say, like, yeah, we're gonna do this. It's like 1.0. We can start over again and we can rebuild it. And for the people, unfortunately, a lot of Americans do not care about that. I mean, you also gotta remember your your commander in chief said that, you know, he not putting no mask on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that just that just amps up these other fools mm-hmm. to think that everything is copacetic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, fuck your church money. I'm gonna be honest right here. Fuck your church money. You don't risk these people on bullshit like this. And on top of that, not just risking them, risk, risking the people that they're going to take it back home to. Because right. I also remember this. A lot of people going to church aren't kids. They're already old. And some of them may have parents that are older than them. And it was bringing and kids to, inside. Dude, you you just like, what the hell is, like, what's, what's really going on? Like, dude, common sense, again, in a capitalistic society, when they tank their own 
economy, something's going on. Oh, yeah, yep. And I'm not telling you we know everything. I'm not saying like, man, it's clearly what the government tells us. Everything's what they say. No, no, no. But it's big. All right. When the world, not just America, tanks their economy, when we know they don't care about us and will risk us dying anyway. Yeah, it's the big. economy is more valuable than yes, people it's, to them. It's, it's big. But the economy in these churches, so I like shout out to people like Tony, um, Sean Davis, seeing our friend Bobby Denise, people that, you know, their pastor being there, it'd be him. Like Tony's, Tony's family will be in the church because they are the church. Yeah. His brother is on the organ. If guys there, guys on the drums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like their whole family. So yeah, they live in a house together anyway. So they'll hold service and broadcast it out for right. their fellowship. Yeah, that's what that's you do. Smart. You still yes. give the message to the people. I've seen pastors sitting at their table. You still give people the message, but you don't open those doors. Right. And you can say it's not for that coin. But let's be honest. One thing you know that's going to happen when they're in it, that you're going to get a collection plate movement. You know, if you really care and, don't, and really care what the Bible tells you, Get off that bullshit, man. It's very, it's very selfish, guys. Yeah, unfortunately, common sense ain't common with some folks sometimes. Uh, I get one one point here. It's, it's okay to be optimistic, but we got to deal with reality because it's affecting all of us. Number two, I think people are selfish just a little bit too much. And then when those people, like you said, D, they were interviewed by that reporter, I guarantee you if they would have had that virus, they would have been the first ones where, oh, I don't want to give it to this person or to my family or to the next person or what have you. I guarantee people's attitudes do change and will change if something happens to them. But until then, oh, yeah. if it's like, oh, it's somebody else or it's that person or it's that person, as long as I'm good, that's all that counts. And it's, it's, it's sad, especially in these situations. But my thing is, so what do they think about all the people that got it? They God, they deserved it. God, <laughs> God put it on them. He's it's punishing like, them. I'm sure. I'm sure some very devout Christians have caught the virus, and I'm yeah. very sure it's a very devout Christian. Yeah. Whatever, whatever denomination, whatever religion you believe in, I'm sure they patched too. So, what are you saying about those people? That's that's how, that's why I said it ain't me. Very, it ain't over here. It's, it's very world. selfish. Very real, selfish. Real talk. It's like it's coming closer and closer to. Six degrees of separation, and it's not, it's, it's leaped over that because a family member mm-hmm. basically may have it. We don't know for sure if she has it, but Afton's cousin's wife, who yeah. is a, a nurse practitioner, she came down with fevers a few days ago, mm. right? Now, mind you, she's a nurse practitioner. She thinks she got it from a patient. She's been at home with her family, right? Who knows anybody else? And I'm, unfortunately, I hate to mention because not first and foremost, it's family that's important. Mm-hmm. So definitely hope that she doesn't have it. And if she does, it's brief and it's not debilitating, but it's not a joke. Like it's people out here that still have to really like my cousin's a you do your cousin. My cousin's a bus driver. Yeah. Yeah. My she, has to, yeah. she has to go to work. Yeah. Right. So at least do your best. So you don't get it. So you don't get these people that can't work from home who, or can take a loss, like be responsible for other people and just stop being an idiot at all yeah. the damn time. I have my aunt, her boyfriend, my cousin, my pops is working in a facility right now where he's um, he's doing overnight stuff, but still he's kind of like not as far as general population, but he's at least still out there, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So yes, I have people in my immediate family that's still going out there and working. Then I have some some of my family members who aren't in in as lucky as you and I can that they can work from home. So they mm-hmm. and so many people are walking going through that right now. And that was a big report coming out talking about how at first you hear this bullshit talking about oh black folks can't get it. I'm like, listen, y'all, 
anybody can get it. You're a human it was being. Good while it lasted. And now what's happening? You starting to get all <laughs> now you start to get all these reports talking about it's affecting black people the most. And we're the most that we're the we're the uh, most we're the most people that uh, that are getting it, or just about you know saying a higher level, but we're also very high susceptible of dying from it. But that can come mm. from the economics because people still got to be out there. People still got to work. Mm. You can also go to the economics of our healthcare within our communities. Our health in general in our communities isn't good. Asthma, uh, any kind of other respiratory issues, whatever the case may be, right? So it's affecting black people at a very high alarming rate, and now that's getting out to the media, and now we're starting to ask more uh, leaders or people in, in uh, government uh, offices or positions about that. So it's a lot of different scenarios as this can hit you and hit your community in so many different ways. And as far as like this, well, the example I brought up with the church, you can't be that selfish. If you're going to go out, protect yourself, so you go, and protect yourself and protect other people. But don't walk around saying something nonsensical, which is, as, as uh, C.S. said, not having any kind of common sense. Protect yourself and don't be selfish and just take care of to take care of your community. And that's my biggest fear, Ken, is that simple fact that you have all these people doing this and it won't and it won't uh be able to flatten that curve as we keep hearing. I have a fear that it's gonna keep on going and going and going a lot longer than we expect. The NBA is losing millions of dollars with each day. The games cannot be played amid the outbreak of coronavirus. At the moment, it appears that if players in the league are at an impasse when it comes to how to share the burden of that loss, the NBA has asked players to take a 50% pay cut while games are on hold, according wow. to Sham, Sham Sharania of The Athletic. The pay cut will go into effect April 15th, the next standard NBA payday. The union countered with the 25% pay cut that will begin in mid-May, according to Sharania. While players earn money that they are contractually owed during the regular season, their paychecks are spaced out over the course of the year. The standard NBA pay schedule calls for one twenty-fourth of the player's salary to be paid on the 1st and 15th of each month. Though players can negotiate different pay schedules so long as at least 20% of their base salary is given on a standard NBA paydays. As it stands right now, the NBA already has the right to withhold a, a meaningful percentage of player salaries. Even in a normal season, 10% of player salaries are held in escrow in case players uh, uh, wind up making more than the CBA allows and that uh, forces a, a major clause than the CBA allows the teams to withhold one uh, 19.6 of the player salary for each game that is missed because of the crisis. So I was just trying to look this up. Um, definitely with that, uh, with their pay cut, listen, they still getting something. He's a millionaire. So, uh, they still have their expenses. They have to, not all of them. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Uh, that's why they have a union. Yeah. That's why you have a union. So they should be able to go to the and union able, if they need some money. Yeah. And they was able to counsel with, with a 25%. So, yeah, so they, it's going to be in the middle. Yeah. So it probably be, maybe like 40, 30, 35, yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, at least they're still getting something, right? They own, they earn these contracts to be able to pay. But I was trying to find a story or article, I believe, I think it was on a, it might have been on Bill Simmons' podcast. We just talked, we just spoke about Kobe Bryant going to the Hall of Fame. He was being, he got paid different than everybody else. It was yes, he did. No, he got his, he got what his, uh, two checks he got or like, like a, that? Yeah, he got like a large chunk of it at the beginning yeah. of the year. Like yeah. as soon as the league hit, year hit, Kobe had like a, a huge amount of, I was just, just going to say that. Like yeah. I believe Kobe had like how his, because I, I just said in the article. Like that. 
Yeah, I'm sure somebody. I'm sure somebody else is probably. Yeah, it was, it, it was a very yeah. interesting story when I heard Bill Simmons talking about it. I don't think he was interviewing Kobe, but he was talking about somebody, uh, talking about contracts. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is kind of, nobody, nobody knows this, but Kobe Bryant gets paid different than everybody else. He gets like two huge lump checks and then that's it. Because everybody mm-hmm. else is spread out, like you said, on the 1st and 15th, that's how they get paid. Kobe was like, give me my money. Money now, yeah, yeah. I'd rather die, let me handle it. All right, this is one. I'm reading this article from, uh, I believe, Yahoo Sports goes like this. I'm a big fan of Dak Prescott, but I'm not a big fan of anyone who fails to practice social distancing or otherwise comply with the federal or state guidelines regarding the importance of staying at home during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. And while lives with with lives on the line, I'm not going to shut up when someone with a high profile set has a horrible example. Yesterday, it was Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, Antonio Brown. Today is a quintet of players, including Des Bryant and Dak Prescott. They worked out together away from their homes, and they were photographed arm in arm in uh, close proximity. Folks, this is the biggest public health crisis in our lifetime. Even if everyone does everything they're supposed to do, at least 100,000 Americans will die. The more that people uh, deviate from these requirements, the more people will die. And the more people we see photos of athletes acting like nothing is going on, those who uh, look up to those athletes will think that nothing is going on, and uh, then they'll behave accordingly. I mean, it goes back to the part of people thinking they're invisible. Uh, goes back to the part of people with a higher means of uh, of wealth. Unfortunately, think they're invisible. They think they live in another world. No, dude, you can get sick. We just had the end of the NBA. I don't know, Ken. I don't know if you uh, had this as a story, but uh, how the NBA. We talked to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson about this, but the NBA is like really mulling about just canceling the season because China just shut down their season. But even though you can try to do everything in the right way, you're still putting yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to go out there. And listen, if you got to practice, practice by yourself. I know football might be a little bit different because uh, somebody yeah. throws something, throw the ball to you. Mm-hmm. I understand that depending on position that you play. Basketball, yeah, you want to have somebody in front of you. If you're talking about defense, working on your offense or vice versa, I understand that. But damn it, try to make sure you work on your skills that you can work on by yourself. It ain't worth it. Just ain't uh, worth it. Um, all right. Now, twofold. I don't know if these players, because we've seen that, I won't say celebrities, but athletes have been getting tests wrong before anybody else were getting tests. They have been, yeah. So I don't know if they've been tested, but even if they have been tested, it still doesn't mean they can't get caught with the coronavirus or be asymptomatic and not really show signs of having coronavirus. So they mm-hmm. still can be contagious. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm with you as far as I don't think you should do it. At least for the receivers, they can use jug machines. I know it's not necessarily the same when we're talking about right. the type of angles, uh, especially if we're talking about probably deep passes or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it sends the best message. And to be honest with you, you know, again, somebody like uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? What's the receiver that was just in there for the ex-Cowboy? Des Bryant. Bryant. Somebody like Des Bryant, I'm sure the photo op is important to show that, hey, I'm I'm available. Because I remember he was supposed to be with the the Saints and he blew his Achilles out. Like, hey, Jerry, me and Dak are looking pretty good. Exactly. Jerry talked about bringing uh, Des back about a month or two ago. So I'm sure that's good for to let people know that you're you're not injured any longer. But outside of that, I mean, I'm, I, even if you were going to go against the shelter in place requirement, uh, you should not. I don't know if Texas has that for sure. And some of the southern states don't. I think Texas. I think Texas does. I'm pretty sure Texas does. Seems like now when you see it, it's the uh, 
the states with the rural states up the middle that don't really have a shelter in place. North orders. Dakota, South yeah, Dakota. All, like those places. I don't like think that. Iowa. The, you know, the, Iowa, the, I don't think had Yeah, the, rural, the more rural areas. But you can, even if you're going to break this, you should be responsible to at least the people that look up to you, as I said, it was in the article. And, 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 oh, and even maybe not to say these people look up to you, but may think everything is fine because you're out there doing it. You can do this and not post pictures of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and again, going back to Antonio Brown, he's somebody else that wants people to see and that's mm-hmm. that's Hollywood Brown's cousin. So somebody to see him out there and know that he's available. He knows now he won't be with uh, Tampa Bay, but the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Bruce Arians has said we don't have the room for him, which is smart. Why would you blow up that receiver room by bringing him yeah. in with his attitude? It'd be different if they were, were devoid of weapons. They got weapons. Yeah, they so fine. why bring in Antonio Brown? when he's acting good, when you know he's going to switch up to A.B. But again, to me... And look at uh, Baltimore. They're so good. They're like one of those franchises where we can take in a troubled soul and get some you think you, you think you can. You think You're you right. can. But that would you know? be one of the better places compared to like Arizona or even oh, Bears. See, the only problem with that is... Uh, see, even I'll say this with the Bears and people talking about the Bears doing it. You're putting him on a young QB. Yeah. And on top, and on top of that, you're putting him in a room with his cousin and you don't know what type of examples and what will stick to them. And if they're going to listen to True. him more than they may listen to some other vets. But this is, this is just going back to your point of the, the photo op. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Antonio Brown wants to be seen with the Baltimore Ravens because that right. actually shows some traction. Right. Right. So again, I just think it's, I think it's irresponsible also, but uh, do you see What do you have? Uh, I'm, I'm going back to these point. Uh, you had to be smart and self quarantine yourself because of what's going on right now. But I think on the on the other side, like you you guys have been saying, it's a it's Antonio Brown trying to get traction from other teams to sign him. But I think it's a little bit overblown by people only because look what Antonio Brown is going through right now with the alleged rape case and, and all the other stuff that's been happening with him when all the negative press has been going on. So I think it's a little bit of a pile of norm from fans and media folks alike as well. So it, like you guys would say, it, he, uh, those players have to be smart, but I think on the other side, it's a little bit of a pile of norm as well, because Antonio Brown, well, what, what's the third, first thing you think about when you bring up his name, all the negative stuff that's been happening to him over the last few months? 